Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Captain's Run with Cam Smith. We are here for Chemist Warehouse, heading to Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Have your say throughout the show. Call 1300 01 1170 or give us a text 0457 736 736. Now, players have spoken out. Fierce playmakers have become protected species. Mm. The NRL has been warned to resist becoming like the NFL and making playmakers a protected species. Admit fears the game has gone too soft. By penalising almost all contact with kickers, Christian Welsh, Dale Finuc and Wade Graham have all expressed their concern. Graham, they need to be really careful with how far they want to push it. If you push it too far and give all the advantage to the attacker, you're then giving the defence no contest, which is exactly what the game is, a contest. Welsh, you should get a cheap shots out of the game. But if you want to give Nathan Cleary half an hour to kick a ball, he's going to put your heart... Put you a half a metre out from your try line in the corner and you will lose that game. And then Finucane said, you can still put pressure on, but I feel like now it's really going to be about how it looks. It's whether you've hit someone and taken them to ground as opposed to grabbing and holding someone to the ground. You can't be penalised for that. Uh, Cleary, Hines, Keary, Tanner Boyd have all received penalties in recent weeks for being tackled while kicking. Uh, What do you think, Smithy? Yeah, look, I've noticed this change as well, Kempi, um, over the past few weeks. And we've seen it creep into the game slowly this season. Um, the protection of, well, you know, the playmakers and particularly kickers. We've seen also um, the the repercussions of of players hitting, um, you know, halves uh, in particular. You know, the halves going to the line with the football and they got their back turned. There's... There's a fraction, a fraction of a second between someone receiving a penalty and potentially being put in the bin uh, compared to, you know, staying on the field and, and the referees and, and the bunker. I'll include the bunker because they get involved a lot these days. Not doing anything about it and, and allowing the play to play on. But I, I do agree with these guys um, in particular about the kickers. I've seen some very soft, very soft penalties over the last month. Now, again, yeah, we'll make the point, and, and I'm a, all three of these players have, have spoken about it. You know, they don't want to see cheap shots cheap shots in the game. They don't want to see, you know, foul play, you know, taking a guy out late. And and in particular with kickers, for the guys that, that leave the ground when they kick, which is most of them, um, you know, you don't want to see someone coming in and attacking legs, okay? They're in a vulnerable position, if any of those things that I just spoke about, attacking legs, hitting late, and, and particularly when you go after someone, you know, in, in, in a manner which you know is foul play, then, then fair enough. Be penalised. They can be penalised. You know, even put in the bin if it's bad enough. But some of the things that I've seen penalised, oh. barely touching a kicker, um, you know, brushing, brushing past a kicker once he's kicked the ball, um, even times where there's been contact made simultaneously as that, that, that kicker is kicking the football, 
it's now being penalised. Like, what are we doing to our game if we're doing that? It's it's been played this way for a long, long time. It's been played 120 plus years this way. Mm. What? Sorry, I shouldn't say it. Plus years, roughly 120 years in this manner. And again, and I sound like a broken record. It's what makes our game so unique. Mm. Is that you can go and do this now? You know, Christian Welsh makes a good point. If you give Nathan Cleary just that that fraction of a second longer to kick the ball, he will put it on a five-cent piece, mm. all right? He will put it on a five-cent piece, as will most of the kickers in the competition. They put a lot of time into it. They put a lot of practice into it. It's a skill that that not many players possess is the ability to kick the ball. Um, but the halves, if you give them time, that's 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 their job. They need to land it on a on a on a, a very small patch of grass. But our game is about putting pressure on opposition players. Mm. And it doesn't matter what number you've got on the back, on your back. I feel as a kicker, if you want to hold the ball and you want to kick the ball, then you're entitled to be put under pressure by a defender. And now if he gets to you um, when you've still got the ball in your hands or the ball has not yet reached your boot to kick it, then you are open slather. As long as you know, it's all legal. You can't be hit high. You can't be hitting the legs. Um, yeah, I, I just I, I think we've gone a, a, a touch too far with the way we're we're penalising defenders right now. It just it all doesn't make sense to me, uh, and it it's further down the track of we are continuing to ref our game on optics instead yep. of principle. You know, it is all about how does it look? Does it look too aggressive? Does it look too? Does it look like it hurts too much? Rather mm. than is this illegal? So, for example, was there some kind of weird increase last year in blokes getting hit after kicking the ball? I didn't see any injuries happening last year of kickers, you know, mm. getting taken out. So it's like, okay, well, there's no warning in regards to like, oh, we need to stamp down on this, yeah. uh, you know. And also, let's say a ball bounces and I jump up to catch it. Yes, wingers aren't allowed to go. Oh, don't tackle me. Don't, no. t- don't smash it's my play ribs on. apart. It's play on. Smash me up. Like that's that's why we wingers get called brave in those situations mm. because we are willing to jump up, expose ourselves. Whereas kickers, for some bizarre reason, because they've all they they know now, if I just jump in the air as I kick, I can't be touched. Yeah. I I think, and it, it goes without saying, as you said, Smithy, we all agree. Let's protect the kickers. Let's protect the legs. Let's make sure all these chiefs are not in the game. Yeah. But if yeah. You guess yeah, me. I was just going to say, mate. Like, I agree, and everyone I talk to, like, so I'm, I'm, I'm around, you know, sort of the junior footy clubs and, um, you know, the state league competitions and just people in general that are rugby league fans. They all, they're all of the same opinion. I haven't had one person come up to me and say, "Geez, I love that a new initiative mm. that the NRL have got and the way they're officiating these games and blowing penalties for kickers being touched." Like, they just, they, they're confused. Mm. Why are we making these changes? Mm. And, I, and I don't know. Actually, I don't know if we've had a clear explanation as to why these changes have uh, have been made. Maybe maybe they are because of what you're talking about, Kempi. Does the NRL not want our game to be played aggressively anymore? Mm. Do, yeah. Does it? Do they not? Do they not want? Like I get it. They, you know, things small things being mentioned about protecting players and it's about player safety and you know defenders have to have a, a level of. Um, what what what's what have they been saying? They ha- they have duty to, of care. Uh, yeah, they have to show a level of duty of care towards opposition players. I you know that I can't remember 
ever walking on the field thinking, you know, geez, I have to cradle people to the ground and make sure that, you know, I'm not making them uncomfortable or, or in some <laughs> some cases they may get injured. I knew that myself as a player. You knew that yourself as a player. When you walked on the field, you might get hurt. Yeah. As long as it's not through, like illegal um, types of play, mm. then. Yeah, because you knew you had an official to look after that. You knew there was there was things that happened post match with you know match review committees and and whatnot. But you know, like please, like some of these things that we're now penalising and we're ruined. I'll tell you what can happen. Like we are coming up to a huge weekend of footy, Magic Round. Okay, mm. you and I are both going to be up there. Saturday is a sellout. There's going to be huge crowds. There's going to be you know a mass amount of people, over a hundred thousand people, going through the gates across the three days. We don't want to see a weekend of unbelievable football ruined by just mass penalties. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. I totally. And the thing that's frustrating as well, and maybe they did get wind of it, but to my understanding, what I don't understand about these big uh, crackdowns on certain things mm. are the NRL going to clubs in before the preseason starts and saying, just so you know. We've got all this data saying that our kickers are getting jammed after and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Just so you know, if you touch them, blah, 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 you need to change your technique in this, this, and this. Yep. Even like a couple of years ago, or might have been a year ago at Magic Round when the head high thing came in, yep. the players had no time to prepare for that. No time to try to change their technique. And so mm. I feel like even if you go, all right, NRL, we totally agree with your direction. We go, yep, we totally agree with it. At least give the at the start of each year, give the clubs a clear criteria as to what they need to change so that they can prepare the season the best they can to fit the rules that are being adjudicated. Yeah. Well, I think we, we I think well, CEO the NRL CEO Andrew Abdo he was on TV um, across the weekend. I think Billy Slater asked a question. We'll see. We'll hear what his response is right now. The match officials are getting a little bit jumpy because of all this talk about player safety. Are we losing sight of the fabric of our game? That's a great question and I, I have a strong answer for that. And that is, I don't think the match officials are getting jumpy. They're having to adjudicate real time. So the, the referee on the field is having to adjudicate real time in a, in a game that's becoming faster and faster. And that's why we have the bunker official. And that's why we have the match review that happens with the ability to analyse from multiple angles after the game. You're never going to get it perfect. There are humans involved in this. But in terms of the, the balance of getting player safety right, I don't think the game is being jumpy. I think from time to time you're going to make decisions real time that you might not get right. But the important thing is that you iterate and you learn. This is not about over-skewing player safety. It's an entertaining contact sport. It'll always be that. But, you know, the talk of us getting soft, I think it's ridiculous. If you go and watch a rugby league game live or on television, there's nothing soft about our game. But what we do have to do is be doing everything possible. Don't look at it through a player lens or a fan lens only. Look at it on balance and say, what is the professional standard we want for our sport going forwards? There he is, Abdo. Uh, mm. I've got a lot of thoughts about that, but I'll, Smitty, yeah. let, me, let me know your thoughts, mate. Yeah, well, I guess, you know, Andrew Abdo, he's... Um that, that, yeah, that's fine. That's his opinion as CEO. And I'm sure that they've looked into a lot of incidents throughout the, the season and last season, of course, and they've got their own data. But, you know, he he spoke about, you know, the game is getting faster. I'll talk about that first. The game is getting faster because the the NRL um, and the commission have changed rules. The players haven't done it. The coaches haven't done it. The fans haven't done it. The NRL have introduced new rules, which they wanted the game faster. So don't look anywhere else. Don't look at the players and the coaches for increasing the speed of the game. And now, you know, 
making making it harder for officials to to come up with another comment that he made and quoted making um, decisions real time. That's the NRL. That is that is a direct result of the NRL changing rules like the set restarts, um, like bringing play the balls into the into you know certain parts of the field when the ball goes into touch rather than scrums. Of course, the game's faster, but that's what they wanted. Mm. They made they made a clear decision to change the rules, which sped up the game. Now that's not the players' fault, mm. it's not the coaches' fault, and certainly not the fans' fault um, for for that happening. And yeah, he spoke about you know the officials having to make um, make decisions real time. When have they not had to make the decisions real time? Mm. They've done that, as I said, in the existence of our game. Mm. I don't think it takes away the fact that I, I certainly believe that we are getting very jumpy and, 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 and it's most certainly around, um, you know, players being injured. It's like they're trying to change our game and and have certain rules in play to, to stop injuries, mm. to minimize injuries, which in a sport like ours – and for the things that make it so great, I don't know how you can happen, how that can happen. I think fans understand that injuries are a part of our game. I think coaches understand that injuries are a part of our game. And most importantly, players know that injuries are a part of our game. As long as it's not due to foul play or illegal play, I think everyone, I think everyone involved in our game, from a fan point of view, coaching, players, whoever it is, I think there's there's a sufficient level of understanding that injuries will happen in our sport. Mm. Yeah, I agree, mate. As we said, like it's this optics thing. There's a couple things, and look, Abdo's job would be that hard. Seriously, like trying to keep yeah, so of many different parties. Of course, you know, it is. that's a given. But there's a couple of things that I I felt that he, I guess, conflated a bit. You know, this idea that oh, people that say the game's gone soft. I don't think any reasonable people think the game's gone soft. No one reasonable thinks that. What yeah. we do think, though, is that when a kicker gets tackled or touched and then there's a penalty, that yep. is soft. When yes. we've got players laying down because they know the environment was created for them to lay down, They're Correct. that is soft. So I think there's a world of difference between, oh, the game's gone soft. No way. The game's harder than ever. Yeah. But there are parts of our game that are becoming soft parts. Keyword is parts yep. because an environment is being created that promotes that softness. That's right, and it's particularly around those decision making around penalties and sin binning. Mm. I think that's what you—that's what the point you're making. Yeah, and it's like with the in regards to like this real time. Oh, they've got to make decisions in real time. I think it's actually if you went back and looked at it, it's a lot of the bunker calls that I disagree with. So it's like. Well, yeah. it's not Where we're being, going back yeah. two or three tackles. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a bunker call. <laughs> so it's like this isn't real time. You've got a video and you're watching a replay over yeah. and over. So, look, I get it. You know, Abdo would have a, a tough job because, uh, look, I don't know that this is the NRL's position. I, I don't know that this is exactly what they think. But I think from their perspective, the more people that get involved in our game, the better. Now, what? how, how do you do that? You take away a bit of the brutality of it. You take away the look that it is – um, inaccessible to everyone, yep. and that's better for companies to come on board, for sponsors to come on board. But I would just point to the MMA, and it's the fastest growing sport in the world. MMA have basically said, We'll do what we can to keep fighters safe, but at the end of the day, this is a violent sport. If you yep. want to be a part of it, this is this is a gladi- gladiator, gladiatorial, 
Anyway, it's a gladiator sport. Gladiatorial. Gladiatorial sport. <laughs> and I, I think there needs to become a point where the NRL goes, draws a line in the sand and goes, we will do everything we can within our power for player safety. But yeah. we are a sport for gladiators. Well, exactly right, mate. And, you know, you listen to some of the, the the smartest people and the greatest rugby league minds, people that have got a lot of years of experience in different levels in our game, talk about um, our sport and, and you know, the fabric of it, what's made it so great, and that it's not a sport for everyone. Uh, is that what we're trying to do right now? Are we trying to be a game that every single person can play? Mm-hmm. Because unfortunately, that's that's not our that's not our sport. Mm. There's a certain type of person, whether it be you know male or female, that have you know the the right mentality and and the right um, approach physically to play our sport, and that can last in our sport mm. for a long time. It, it is not for everyone, unfortunately, and I think that's for the for the most part. For the most part, as I said, you know, a lot of people that I talk to that follow rugby league and are involved in rugby league, they have an understanding of our sport and the physicality of it and that there are injuries involved. Mm. We just – everyone's happy to see foul play eradicated from our game, although it's it, – you know, you're never going to be able to do that. Um, but as long as you control that aspect of the game and don't go looking for every little knock here and bump there and touch there and penalise that because that just – I agree. I, I agree with the question that that Billy asked, and I don't know if that's his view. I haven't spoken to him about it, but I believe if we keep going down the line, the fabric of our game will be changed. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I look, well, I think, for example, I think the the fabric of the rugby union game has changed substantially over the last, mm. you know, ten to fifteen years. Uh, look, is that the only reason why they're struggling in Australia? No, but I do think the fact that you know people are getting sent ten in the bin in union for like if you hit above their nipple sometimes. Mm. <laughs> it's like, wow. Anyway, we have to head to a break. Uh, as we said, the NRL have a tough, tough job. We understand that. It, we know it's not easy. But I do think there are parts where we could be just a little bit more confident in our game, confident mm. in the fabric of our game. Absolutely. We'll head to the break and we'll get back for our holy schnitz moments.